What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Fuck that noise. We're not quitting. You're listening to the F That Noise podcast featuring Pete Melia. But we're talking about shit here. Jamie Klein. No one wants to smell your dirty fucking shit. Mike Burdick. Feel like I'm in group. Steve Taylor. Is he getting his ball slapped by some other dude? And Keith Greve. You get a fucking sausage. <laughs> It is episode 35. That's, that sausage line gets me every time. I bet it does, you whore. It does. Episode <laughs> sausage. 35 here on F That Noise. That's crazy. 37. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome to the program, folks. Uh if you this is your first time listening, we uh, broadcast live on the on a on a live stream here on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash f that noise slash live, uh, and you can watch every Monday night. Uh, we're doing a little bit later tonight, but just like the Facebook page, folks, and you'll be up to date with everything that's going on. Everything, keep up with everything. F at f that noise pod dot com. Uh, so tonight's subject is going to be. Best and worst TV-inspired uh, movies, and there's a reason that uh, it sparked my interest, and we can talk about that for a little bit. But we start every episode off with a drive of the week. If you don't know what a drive is, a drive is a line from a movie or a TV show said with exceptional velocity and volume, and this segment belongs to Jamie Klein. All right, ladies and pedophiles. Whoa, here, whoa. Um, but which no no this makes sense why I said that because we have <laughs> starring Kevin Spacey. Uh, if everyone knows Kevin Spacey, he likes little little itty bitty wee wees. But um, allegedly, we have a movie called Superman Returns. Now this is fitting for what we're going to talk about tonight, based on TV shows that turn into movies and so forth. I decided to choose Superman Returns uh, because it, this does have a really good drive, whether you like the movie or not. It has a really great drive by Kevin Spacey. Uh, it's not him doing a climax in a little boy's butt, oh. but it is a scene <laughs> from the movie. So, take it away, Keith. 
Superman Returns. <laughs> Come on, let me hear you say it just once. Come on. No! <laughs> no, the other thing. Come on, I know it's just dangling off the tip of your tongue. Let me hear it just once, please. Superman will never. And 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 will for tonight. Anytime Keith uh, thinks someone has a wrong answer he doesn't agree with, he can just hit wrong. It's going to be perfect. Or if I just want to be a pain in the ass. So That was a great drive. I totally forgot about that. It is. Who does the better wrong? Is it is it Kevin Spacey in Superman Returns or William Seuss? Zoom. <laughs> oh, wrong. 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 Right. <laughs> That was the Drive of the Week brought to you by Trashman Media. For all the latest DVD and Blu-ray commentary and reviews, head to TrashmanMedia.com and also on Facebook and Twitter. And don't forget to check out www.bizarrabist.com for your latest news and no bullshit. But, bullshit. No bullshit. No bullshit. All right. Wait, is there bullshit there? No! What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay. Folks, loves the week. Folks, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be so out of my Superman Returns Slurpee uh, glass, but it's filled with uh, alcohol. I always wonder. Hey, why Jamie, you. Jamie, Jamie. Fuck no, you. Sir. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm. Mm. Don't look. Don't look. He's he's full of shit, folks. Anyway, um. Yeah, so the reason we wanted to talk about TV-inspired movies is because there was a little bit, a little news uh, clip that I caught uh, about Knight Rider being adapted into a movie. Um, which, which, well, which, uh, agreed, but why? Because that is, okay, that's an 80s show. It needs to be in the 80s. They've tried to, I remember it was in the early 2000s or late 90s, they tried to reboot it with like a more hopped up car and a different actor. It just doesn't work. Like that show, that concept is eighties. Mm. It's just it, it's stuck in the eighties. I think well, that's, that's the why thing the, is the, like having a talking car now is really not all that cool anymore. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Let's face it. Like, An autonomous car, just get a Tesla. The one that'll talk to you, that'll drive itself. You know what I mean? It doesn't like, have the same... I, I think if you're going to do it, you have to have a talking car that, like, it malfunctions, so it's, like, always, like, swearing at you, or... Like, <laughs> you know, like, I, can, I can get into that. And yeah. that's kind of going into what we're talking about. Like, if they made what like what 21 Jump Street did, where they made it into a comedy, and they did that with Knight Rider, then I could see that. That that would be a good idea. That would be sexual. Mm-hmm. Right. And Absolutely. David Hasselhoff's got to have a cameo somewhere in it, right? 
Oh, you got to have the hop in there somewhere. Oh, it's got him eating a cheeseburger. <laughs> what if they turned him into? What if they? What if they turned David Hasselhoff into Donovan? Uh, he's got to be British. I'm sorry. What, what if Hasselhoff is the voice of the car? Yeah. See, there you go. Oh, see, oh, you, they you know what they're gonna do. Him is the voice of the car. That's oh, that's crazy. good thinking. No, <laughs> what they're gonna do? It's gonna be Michelle. It's not gonna. Be, it's not gonna be uh, Michael Knight. It's gonna be Michelle Knight. They're gonna cast some butch-looking woman. Oh it's gonna God. be tons of CGI. It's gonna be a piece of fucking shit. Well, so I'm Steve. Don't do any. We're of talking that. about shit here. I, it is. This is gonna be a shit idea. It's just, <laughs> look at the fuck alone. Okay, but you know what? Oh, the Hoff gets to do the car. I'm in. Like, <laughs> well, here's the thing. David Hasselhoff can be the voice of the car, and whenever he gets pissed off, he plays some of David Hasselhoff's music. And won't, and yes. won't turn it off. God, yes. So, but yeah, see, if they made it a comedy and instead of like a nice car, they made it like an uh, old Pinto or something. Just like completely <laughs> no, no, no. Made fun of the whole thing. Make it a Prius. Oh, oh my God. And, and, and I agree with Jamie. Like, don't do CGI. Like, just do completely practical. Don't call it a Prius and don't call it, don't call it Did Knight Rider. Don't call it Knight Rider. Call it Ozone Rider. <laughs> the, Prius, Prius. the Prius goes a max of like 45 miles per hour. In the, show. <laughs> and the guy who plays the voice of Kit, he's still alive. He's in his 90s, but oh yeah, still alive. Yeah, but that's all like James Earl Jones playing, you know, Darth Vader. It just sucks now. Right. Yeah. It, do, it doesn't sound the same. Yeah. No. Don't know what you mean. <laughs> so the, okay, so Jamie, you brought up you brought up an interesting point that I'm gonna dig. A no. little, I'm gonna dig a little deeper on here. So, it, in one in one form or another, we're all creative souls. So if you're taking an established intellectual property like Knight Rider, and mm-hmm. you want to change the gender of the lead character, is that oh allowable? It is, I guess. It's stupid. But why though? I mean, like, it's if you're, it's a reboot. You're not. It's not. My, it's not David Hasselhoff's Michael Knight so, anymore. I'm, I'm trying well, not to be political, but it just seems like it's a more for an agenda. My 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 thing with it, uh, my thing with it is, if you're gonna change the gender, you got to do something special with it. It can't be just like, you know, the leading person that happens to look good or something in a leather jacket. It has to be like a whole different character for a whole different thing. Right, it can't just be. be. Yeah, it can't be like. Just don't call it Knight Rider then. Well, Well, no, yeah, I wouldn't either. But (laughs) yeah, but Knight is after Knight Industries two thousand, obviously, right back in the day. But so you can still call it that, but you can't have it. I agree with Mike. You can't have it be like a female placeholder for David Hasselhoff. Well, the only way you can do that is if instead of making it a reboot, you make it a continuation of the story. Yeah, but we've seen how badly that can go. Mm-hmm. You know, like where you take I, like oh, this, writer, is this person's niece. Yeah, like oh, this is well, this person's niece, and I'm not like what was it? Part. Oceans, Oceans Eight. Uh, no, no, you know, no, no, no. Oh, that turns. Yeah, I think you just you have to change the story up a little bit too, though, because yeah. it, it it's you, if you think about the things that made the show work, you know, um, I'm not entirely sure what those things might be, but <laughs> 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 I mean, really though. 
if you can capture the essence of what made the show work and bring it forward, yeah, you can maybe swap genders around and start doing things like that. But you got to capture the the soul of the show somehow, whatever the I, hell that means. I think that, I think it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be like high tech meets humanity. So what about Night Riders and like have like you know all kinds of like you know interactions with machines, like you do like a like. Like, so you have one of them, like, is in a helicopter, and one of them is in this fucking thing, I don't know, and, and they, you know, they're all, like, a crime-fighting team as opposed to one person, and they carry on the night 2000 or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Wrong! <laughs> well, there goes that. I actually, I actually have a good example of when it does work, and it's it's not a movie, it's, it's actually Doctor Who. <laughs> When Doctor What? Doctor the current doctor is female. And just like you said, Mike, when when they first had the, the doctor turn into the new doctor and it was a female, they the the new writer wanted to try to differentiate this new doctor from the older ones. And so they kind of changed the personality a little bit, which doesn't make sense because it's it's the same personality, just a different appearance. It's the same place. But in the but in the second season <laughs> They went back to like the soul of the show, and the second season was great. And it was no, no, it wasn't. Female <laughs> yes, it was Pete. <laughs> Pete, Pete oh. Pete's on I your bullshit. I'll buy it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What was that, Pete? Wrong. <laughs> Oh what about the soul guys, glow guys, of the show? Uh, uh, sorry, Steve, you were saying? <laughs> I didn't say shit. Oh, God. I didn't say shit. So, yeah, I guess um, I'm interested. So, part of the obstacle of like Ghostbusters, the new generation or whatever, Knight Rider, Star Wars, how is it impossible to please us? Because part of the allure was that we were. 10, 11, 12 years old and didn't know shit about shit and just freaking liked it. Mm, I love shit. I know you do. <laughs> wait, that was epic. Everybody waited five fucking <laughs> seconds to get their thoughts together and then you all started talking at the same time. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Pete, go first. <laughs> I don't fucking remember what I was saying. Okay. <laughs> uh, about oh, that's fucking funny. It was just about how um <laughs> we're old now and we we don't like anything right. that pisses on our childhood. No, I I don't I, personally. I don't care if I can enjoy the movie, whatever it is they manage to make. I, I'll be totally impressed because then you know I enjoyed the show. And now I enjoy the movie. It's not going to be easy to do, though. <laughs> Wait a minute. Like I said, it's got to somehow capture that, and I, I just don't know how you do that um, without without making it more modern, a little more slick. You probably have to take massive liberties with the story, and uh, then you, you risk of alienating all the fans and everything. But I don't know. I, well, you just I, described I one of my choices. You just described one of my choices for the uh, the coming list. All right. Well, why don't we start that, Mike? Mike, by all Mike, means, like go first. Mike's well, Mike. I when I when I when I heard about this topic and I had a lot of time to think about it because I forgot what we were doing and asked Steve this morning. Um, I, the A team 
is absolutely the quintessential example of a bad adaptation. Um, one of my favorite shows as a kid, very simple formula. These, these fugitives from the law used to be in the, the military, now go around and help people that can't be helped. Very simple story. You know, very hard to fuck up in any generation. Because, and, and I know this because they've been done. Keith, turn off your list. Get it off. Nobody else could see it, but you guys. So just focus on yeah, something else. I know. It's like, oh, I should choose that. Oh, I it's there. That. Okay, fine. <laughs> no, but it, it's it's so like I know that it, it, it's hard to fuck up because you see other people use this formula in shows like Leverage, in shows like um what else? The the uh oh, you know, just there's tons of them. I can't think of them at the moment. But, you know, people that can't help themselves and they get these people to help them. That's basically the concept. But the movie just frigs so bad. And I wanted to like it. I really wanted to like it. And at the first few minutes, I was like, oh, it might might happen. But they basically gloss over. Like these guys meeting and then they do this whole facocta mission that has nothing to do with the formula. Good word. And then, you know, and then at the end. Like basically in, in the first 10 minutes of the film, they meet and then they skip ahead to after they've done like 40 missions and now they're back in, you know, they're back in Afghanistan. It's just all convoluted and stupid. And then they do these ridiculous things once they get going, just make it even worse. But it's it's just a terrible, terrible movie. Okay, so like flying parachuting tanks. I, I love flying parachuting tanks. I don't like it when you can shoot the gun and change the trajectory. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> all right. So you said that the TV show and the movie were, were very different, right? So they were. Yes. So three sentence summaries for each. If you had to, if nobody had ever seen the TV show or the movie before three sentence summary for the TV show, what would it be? Well, I, I kind of already said it. Uh, no, fugitives you from the law used to be in the army. Now fight for people that can't fight for themselves. Okay. And how's the movie different? Movie, let's see. Um, four guys get together to try to prove their innocence of a crime. We're not really sure what they actually did or who is the bad guy. Mm. Very ambiguous. That's what that's what the movie is. It's very ambiguous. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, so, I never saw it. So there's your bad one. What's your good one? Same players, though. Yeah, it was the same, same, same player. Player. <laughs> Um, Let's see. I have a few to choose from. I would say that my, well, I should leave this one because everyone's going to want this one. So I'll leave someone else to grab my Just top one. Make your goddamn pick. Uh, yeah, take the top one. Fuck that noise. Ah! Right, the start, the, he the said the, the name of the show. He said the name of the show. I saw that. The Star Trek uh, film series is barn on the best Superman TV show to become a film. You're goddamn right, Mike. Oh. Yeah. Star Trek Mike's totally. Khan. Fuck everything else. Oh, mm-hmm. Amen on that. Well, Wrath of Khan is amazing, but it's very it's an uneven series. It's an uneven series, but you have you have a product that built on itself. The first movie is dog shit, but then everything after that just builds and grows and builds on its story. It's not episodic. It's 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 got a story that continues and and grows with the characters. And then they did the same thing with the next generation. They they build on what they had before. You don't just see, okay, here's another mission, you know, totally separate from the last one. 
It's the problem I have with, with shows uh, nowadays that are trying to get you interested, like um, uh, anytime they do a Superman reboot or uh, The Flash or any of these shows, what they do in the first couple seasons is they give you a bunch of random bad guys that don't go past a week. And it's not <laughs> till like the, it's not till like the second season where they start building really on the relationship between the characters and grow a story. Mm, that's true. It's like, it's like Smallville. That's exactly it. Smallville took forever <laughs> to get going because you had right. all the meteor people, and then after that, it built the story with Lex. Well, that's that's what, funny. That's what Mike and I call our penis. Mm. That's, that's true. <laughs> Your penis is all built the story? But yeah, I, come, on, go down the come on down to Smallville, honey. Come on down right. A bunch of random parts that never come together. Smallville. Oh, no. <laughs> too. Right. Is it bald like Lex Luthor? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pete. What's your uh, what's your uh, what's your uh, idea of a good TV to, to movie? Uh, I'm gonna throw out. I don't know. I don't know if this counts or not, but I'm gonna to go with uh, South Park. Oh, oh, I, oh it definitely counts. Yes, the best. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know, it, I wasn't even expecting any of that when I saw it in the theater. I wasn't expecting it to be that good. Not really. Bigger, longer, uncut yeah, was hilarious. Absolutely, they hilarious. pulled one of the best like switcheroos I've ever seen ever happen in movie history. Is where in the film itself, they showed a bunch of kids in a theater in a movie they didn't belong in, and right in the beginning, they're hammering, you know, Uncle Fucker and everybody, <laughs> and the people in the theater in the cartoon are getting up and walking out. And the theater I was in had the exact same thing happening at the exact same time. That's hilarious. All the kids are getting up with their parents and walking out of the theater. It was still fucking hilarious. Teaser trailer beginning of any teaser because it came out the same year as Phantom Menace, where it starts with you're going to see one movie this summer, see Star Wars. But if you're going to see a second one, yeah, right, yeah. That was the best. Right. That was the absolute best. Yeah, it was it was it was it took everything that was edgy about the TV show and just ramped it up times twenty. And oh yeah. Was, and then the you and actually the, the element where they're making uh, fun well, of us too. Um so well what one thing that was also great about it was there's a you guys might not be familiar with theater. There's a guy, Stephen Sondheim, he's written all these like famous musicals. Oh yeah. And that 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 guy wrote a letter to them and said it was the best musical that he'd heard in the last fifteen years. Oh wow! <laughs> and that, that was before they did. Uh, that's before they did the Broadway uh, musical Book of, um, Book of Mormon or anything. Oh, wow, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> that's too funny. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah so as bad as it so gets. What's your bad one? I, I'm gonna throw Transformers the movie out there. What? I know it's I know it's a no brainer. What? But uh, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know why I got my hopes up. Wait, you're talking? Are you talking that. animated or live action? Are you? Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask you. Are you talking about the Michael Bay oh. movie or the cartoon? The yeah, it probably the car- uh, both. Whatever, throw them both. <laughs> <laughs> Let's oh, let's just God. say let's say the, the live action. I, let's just go with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't I didn't finish it. I know that. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, yeah, it really is. I, I just could. It's bad. You couldn't see any of the fight scenes. Yeah. I yeah. just couldn't make it. They were behind Megan Fox's tits. Well, <laughs> because like if you try to make it like it's happening in real life, there's no way that there would be anything left of Earth if these robot factions actually ended up warring. But. The story sucked too. Bad. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I don't even remember. I, I just don't. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I managed to block it out, I think. Yeah, it was bad. Bad. All right, James, what's your idea of a good one? Of a good one. Okay, so I did it backwards. I thought of uh, an idea of one where the movie was fantastic, and then they made a really good TV series also. I was I was thinking of MASH, and I thought mm. that, was, oh, yeah. that was completely different from what we were discussing, but I just kept thinking of MASH. I'm like, man, I love that movie, and I thought that show was great, too. Mm. Totally. In, so, in a totally different way, too. Yeah, it's it's right. It's it's completely bizarre, but um, so I don't know if that counts or not. But um, if if another good one, we'll, we'll say Superman. I mean, the Superman TV series right, was right. out. With, what movie? You know, George Reed. The S- Superman TV series. No, you got to say Superman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, it's <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Anything with the Christopher Reeve series is awesome. Um, oh yeah. And everyone already knows I still have a baby soft spot for Superman. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 Mike, shut up. I was like, I was doing it. I thought it was Mike. He thought that was Mike. That's awesome. Mike, shut up. You know, Mike, you were way, you were way too loud during that. What did you say you have a soft spot for? Oh, remember I mentioned this on one of the podcasts. If people listen to some older podcasts, you'll remember this. Um, Superman Four: The Quest for Peace. It's it's a terrible oh, movie, but James, oh, it's awful. It, but I have so much fun watching it. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, I, I gotta uh, tell you, we can do a whole we can do a whole episode on really shitty stuff that we like. Yeah, well, but I got the feeling that Jamie's gonna have to apologize for his comments next week. <laughs> no, trust me. I don't. I, it's it's a terrible movie. It just uh, just parts of it. I'm like, I I dig this movie. It's so shitty. But um, that that would be my pick as of, of a uh, a good series turned into a good movie was you know the George Reeves Adventures of Superman turned into Christopher Reeves Superman the movie. So which one did you hate? Pretty much everything. Um, I. Uh, some, I mean, Mike Mike had, had a good one with A-Team, but I never saw A-Team. I would say, and I did see a little bit of this, so if you give me the credit for this, um, The Honeymooners was a TV show I absolutely loved. Oh, and, you saw that piece of and then I didn't see them. I didn't even know there was a movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, they did the black version of The Honeymooners. And yeah, you saw about 30 minutes of it. It was not funny. Um, I thought it was, <laughs> it was bullshit, but who was in it? Anyway, Cedric the Entertainer uh, played Ralph Cramden. I like him, but he was horrible, <laughs> horrible in that role. Probably their writing too. <laughs> of course, <laughs> this sucks being censored right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So the honey, the honeymoon is, is a bad one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, it's it's awful. Jay Stevens. Yeah. All right, Steven <laughs> Thank you for quickly changing. Um, all right, so most of these fuckers got all of mine. Um, so it's a it's a tough one. I the next one on my list would have to be the Blues Brothers. <laughs> oh, good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, yeah. The, as the best, because it was it was really between that and the Mission Impossible series, which I love. 
but oh, Blues God. Brothers is without a doubt so after because it originally was South Park and then Superman and then Star Trek, but Blues Brothers is definitely up there. Blues, I, that Blue, movie is Blues Brothers based on what the SNL skit. Yep. Okay. It's where it came from. It, the band, the band's exactly the same. Yeah. Would, I, would that count? That's what I was wondering. Hey, oh, it totally counts because that was the same band. It was the same, obviously the same two lead guys, and so they did the same it? characters. It was the same players. Same but, players. Same players. But it wasn't a TV series. It was just a skit. Yeah, right. it was called Saturday Night Live. I don't know. I think we have to right. go. So, then, so if that's the case. You have to say every Saturday Night Live. Well, if that if that was the case, I call follow on a follow on uh, Superman. Because Superman was, a comic, and they're all at, they're all adaptations of, of the comic. That is true too. Then you can also say, tits. Right. You could. You could, you could always. You could always say that. I mean, honestly. You can actually say that. So then, if I if I if I had to pick a second one after that, it would be the Mission Impossible series. I love. That's the one series where the first one was great, second one kind of went downhill, and then it's been nothing but uphill ever since then. I love every one of those movies. Completely different, but I'm not going to say it. Keith, Keith does his picks. I thought for sure you would have said something else. Okay. But I'm going to wait. I'm going to hold on that because I don't want to blow it if, it if Keith picked it. <laughs> so the bad one, um, and what, like I said, these were hard. Like There were so many good ones. Um, and there's so many bad ones, but the bad one I have to go back to just because I'm a massive fan of it, the Doctor Who movie. <laughs> and oh my God. the reason it's bad is because, like we like to do in America, we take anything good from England and we turn <laughs> it into shit. And that's what they did with the Doctor Who movie. So you're saying that it, the, that the Office was the American it, version of the Office was shit? It wasn't as funny as the British version. Hmm. Not even close. I don't know about that. Uh, and and honestly, the first two seasons copied the script, so. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Yeah, but at least um, you can understand it. <laughs> oh, I can understand it. <laughs> um, but like the Doctor Who movie, it, it took such, you know, the, the character at that point had been around for 30 years. And it was a, such a staple in sci-fi geek culture and, and very British. And they just made it so fucking stupid in the movie. Like when I first saw the movie, I kind of got excited because it was a direct continuation. They had uh, Sylvester uh, McCoy, who was the doctor, the last TV doctor prior to the movie. And they had him do his, uh, his transition into Paul McGann. So they kind of tied it into the show, but then it was absolutely nothing like the show. And it was terrible. Like I, I still, I'm, I, to this day, I'm disappointed in that. And so they could take a big flying fuck. Wow. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Wow, that escalated quickly. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. How about you? Well, you you guys took a like oh my good my good ones because um, there's not a lot of good ones. I mean, there's there's really not there a, a lot. lot of good ones. I don't. There's I disagree. One more. Like movies that were movies that were based on TV shows or inspired by TV yeah. shows. I don't think yeah. there's a lot, but there's one really good I, one. I have a couple more that I think I there was actually three movies. And I think all three of them are absolutely fucking hilarious, and that's the Naked Gun. Ooh. There you go. That was the one. Right. That's right. a great one. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe that one hadn't come out by now. But yeah. Yeah, but the, but they didn't right. continue anything. They just took the characters and said, "This is what they're doing now," and it and it plays well because Frank Drebin and Police Squad is so absurd. Like there's like there's nothing to take seriously in that movie 
whatsoever. And it's it, it, I think it makes it easier to take something from the small screen and turn it into two hour laughathon than it is to try to take something like the A team, which was episodic and kind of, you know, it took you down this long road. And then all of a sudden you've got to make a two and a half hour compelling story about characters that most people don't know anymore or the new crowd doesn't know anymore. Maybe not most people, but, um, but yeah. And then the bad ones, man, all, everyone's that you said were great or, or were great examples. But I am so pissed off about the live action G.I. Joe. <laughs> oh, oh, good choice. Good choice. The live yeah. action G.I. Joe took, I mean, the Transformers, like, I get it. They're robots. Like, I didn't think they were good movies. I'm not trying to make uh, examples. They were better than G.I. Joe. That's well, fucking sure. The, 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 at least the robots, like, I, Michael Bay didn't want. Like Megatron going from a pistol to a giant robot because he wanted every metallic part to be like real. So that's why the robots look the way they do. So I understood why he made the decisions. I don't. I don't agree with it because it doesn't align with my memories of Transformers, and therefore I don't like those movies. But GI Joe could have been very faithful to the cartoon and the comics and everything. And what they did was just this convoluted, just it was an absolute fucking money grab, and that's all it was. It sucked. It was terrible. And you're talking about both of them, right? Yes, because I did actually try to give the second one a chance, and it was just as awful. It just didn't. It didn't grab me. And um, God, man, like the the, the franchises that I grew up with: Star Wars, um, GI Joe, Transformers. Like those were the big three as far as like toys that I had when I was a kid, and so therefore it's. it's mm-hmm more ingrained in my in, in my memory and all three of them in the later half of the 21st century took a dump on my memory so and you could throw sorry. the new turtles <laughs> movies in with those yeah i mean oh, the michael bay turtle movies are the- I, I don't know i don't know because uh my kids my kids will watch them i'll watch them when they'll, they'll, they'll they like those movies the turtle movies they both have i, no! I took a <laughs> I, I stand mistaken, I guess. Yeah. I don't know how I escaped those movies, but I, I know my kids watched them. But I, I just, I, I must have blanked out or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. Or you did? You did? I, I don't the, remember the, the dad pose. Yeah, let's watch a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, huh, what? Yeah. I think. I think the reason. I think the reason maybe I liked them a little better was because they'd already made those stupid movies. In you know, in the early '90s or late '80s, with the rubber suits, uh, yeah. oh yeah, and those those were the worst. So like anything was better than those. That's true. Yeah. Oh, I think the first one was good. I, two and three were. Oh! Awesome. But I, I like the, the 1990 <laughs> So there are two honorable mentions that I'm shocked that no one in this group said, and that is the Untouchables and the Fugitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. I I didn't even think about either. For those, I just didn't even think about them. Those are two. Touch, like, Untouchables is great. Yeah, so is the Fugitive. Like, I fucking love it. I, I was. I, I even like U.S. Show. Marshals, the sequel to that. I actually liked. <laughs> That's the Chicago way. Um, That's right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think, for, like, the one line from the Fugitive that stands out to me out of the whole fucking movie is when they're in the tunnel and uh, Harrison Ford looks at oh, Tommy Lee Jones care. and says, "I didn't kill my wife," and he goes. I don't care. I'm like, oh my god, just kill her. Just that's boom. Like, that's so keeped out. Why? Why is that keeped out? 
Why, Mike? Ex- explain your logic. Why is that keeped out? Don't ask me why. Just ask everyone else if it is. I need an explanation because I'm confused. Oh, that's fucking brilliant. All right. So now that we've all said our options, real quick down the top 10 on Rankers, Rankers list of um, the top 10 movie to or TV to movie adaptations, Star Trek, the 2009 version, is number one. What? I can kiss my, can uh, kiss my I hate this list already. I didn't. I, I didn't. Oh, yeah. I didn't mind. That, I didn't mind that one. I didn't. The ones after ones, I, I had a problem with. Um, well, that's over Star Trek Two. Get the fuck. Yeah, right. I Number two is the Fugitive. Number three, Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. Number four, Serenity. I never even saw this fucking movie. That was a really uh, good Serenity. No. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Uh, number five, uh, 1978, Superman. Number six, The Fucking Adams Family. That was fun, guys. That was pretty good. Pretty good. Number seven, The X-Files. Really? Yeah, fuck that. I feel like The X-Files movie was <laughs> just like a two episode. It was. Or, okay. I feel like I've never seen an episode or in the movie The X-Files. And I haven't seen many episodes. Man, I'm with you, Mike. <laughs> Jamie's seen the triple X-Files a lot. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the boring background. I saw the Z files in high school. Uh, number eight is the Untouchables. Number nine, the Simpsons movie. That's a solid choice. That was a fucking movie. That was a yeah, I like that movie. movie. It's just basically uh, like the TV show, right? Yeah, it was a two-hour episode, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Somehow the Simpsons movie's above Blues Brothers. Yeah. Number ten, yeah. Mission Impossible. Number eleven, Blues Brothers. Number twelve, Adam's Family Values. Number thirteen, Twenty-One Jump Street, twenty twelve. Oh, these people are insane. Number 14, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I hadn't See, thought that, about that. You can't really count that because that's not a Monty Python skit. That's like a that's a movie. It's a you standalone. Know what I mean? Yeah, it's a standalone. The movie. Um, movie. Star Trek okay, First fuck. Contact. South Park's not in the top 10, so fuck that. South number Park's number 16. 16. Wayne's are you w- fucking kidding me? Wayne's World. Oh, no, fuck. You'd stop right now because I see 18. You can go fuck yourself at 18. <laughs> Star Trek Into oh, Darkness. Fuck that. Fuck that. Oh, man. Who's on drugs making this list? Number 19, 2002's Scooby-Doo. It's a fucking amazing movie, and they put Scooby-Doo ahead of Ghost. Oh, fuck. Ghost. Ghost. Stop with this list. I'm going to turn it No, no. I like seeing Steve get pissed off. Next next thing we're going to talk about is The Last Jedi. No, um, no, I'm done. He's walking out of the theater. Well, oh, the Muppet movie. The Muppet Wait, movie. Scooby Doo's over naked gun. Yeah, right. <laughs> the mask. The mask of Zorro. Twenty three. The A team is twenty four. Charlie's Angels. Twenty five. It's got to be the honeymooners then. Uh, twenty six. Star Trek for the voyage home. Twenty seven. <laughs> it's like alien resurrection. Walking out of the theater. Twenty seven. The Muppets from two thousand eleven. 28, the trans- twenty. Transformers the movie from 1986. I have a soft spot in my heart for that movie. Even though they, <laughs> even, though they even though they killed off everybody in the first 20 minutes of it. Uh, number oh. Steve, number 29 is Mission Impossible 3. Right, we've, we've lost Steve. And it's time to. We're at the 37 minute Beverly mark. Hillbillies? Beverly Hillbillies? Beverly Hillbillies number 33. 
Um, well, Star Trek Into well, Darkness is on this list you, twice, Steve. So you'd like, be happy. It's hard to adapt a TV series to a movie. Like clearly, right. it's not easy. Maverick. So, I so forgot you know, about. I got that. one. You're not. I got one. You're not going to find on this list. Muppets Treasure Island above what? Great Muppet Caper and all the other <laughs> Muppets in Manhattan. Muppets. I got one. You're not going to find on this list. Uh, Dragnet. Ah. Uh, that's a killer. That, that's that's a good one. Mike, Mike, would you do me a huge favor? Can you please sing the rap song from the 1986 film, or 1987 <laughs> film, Dragnet? Uh, like Jamie, yes I can. See right. that street back, we're just in time. We have fallen into a major crime. They get the girl in a fight! Well, that's not nice! I think she used the victim of a sacrifice! I'm gonna stop there. That's as good a time as any to end here. This has been episode 35 of F That Noise. Best and Worst. TV-inspired movies. Thank you all for joining us. We're here every Monday night. Follow us on Facebook. Watch the live stream. Take part in the live stream if you are so inclined. FThatNoisePod.com. 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 That's pretty much it. And we'll never- Wrong! Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.